Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Jim Pews, president of Pewson Marketing, virtual event producer, live streamer, podcaster, speaker, digital marketing consultant. Welcome to the show, Jim. AJ, great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Welcome to India. And I'm sure a lot of people will like to learn from you, will certainly learn from you about, especially about digital marketing, about live streaming, about podcasting, about speaking, a lot, lot more things. But first to understand from you, Jim, is that you, you talk about marketing the Marine Corps. So how did this turn happen? From a Marine, people generally look at other forms, either into insurance, either through franchises and so on. But you went to, you know, influencing and helping others understand this part and that to live streaming. I thought I thought that that's a lot of, you know, uh, difficult work. Generally, people don't pick up difficult work. You did. Maybe you have that risk taking ability as a Marine. Help us understand this transition. And especially you did it after age of 50. That's again, a lot of inspiration for a lot of people. Yeah, well, thanks. Well, yeah, so I, I spent a, a career, to your point, I joined the Marines when I was in high school. I enlisted first, and then I went to college, and I got a commission as an officer. So I spent over 20 years in the Marine Corps and uh, been retired almost 14 years, right? Some of the listeners might not have even been born yet. That's uh, crazy to think. And what the Marine Corps taught me was one, self-discipline, and also we have a process that we call a SMEAC. It's a, it's a five, the five paragraph order. And that's kind of how we do things. And so whenever I'm working with people, I really try to break things down. And if you think about tasks, we break it down into five things. It's like, what is the situation? What is it that we're trying to solve? We talk about the mission, right? The mission is what is it that the organization is trying to accomplish? And sometimes, you know, we don't think about that. And, and when we don't think about our mission, we tend to, to go astray, right? We don't stay on that road. So once we figure out, like, what's the problem? You know, what is the mission? Then we need to do come up with a plan of execution. How are we going to get this done? What is the time frame? You know, a lot of times, like, if we think about things like live streaming, you're like, oh, I want to start a live stream show and I want to start making money. Well, we can do all that, right? What's your show about? Things of that nature. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a plan. And so part of that, then we get into what we call the, the A of the SMEAC. That's the admin and the logistics. What are we going to use? Like we're using one of my favorite platforms today here, StreamYard, right? StreamYard is going to make it easy for us to do these things. We don't have to get as much tech stuff. We can use it on a PC. We can use it on a Mac. And then we get into what we call the uh, command and signal, like who's going to be in charge and how are we going to coordinate when there's, whether it's success or issues, am I going to report back to you, AJ, or is there somebody else in the organization that I'm going to talk to? So by using that framework that I learned in the Marine Corps, it, it makes it very easy for us to kind of, you know, get to the bottom line, because I think too many times people, you know, get to, uh, if you want to call it uh, sidetracked, Right. And when you're in the military, we don't have time 
for sidetracking, especially depending on the situation or, and it's like, we got to, we got to get things done. We got to get things done quickly. And so as long as we know that the actions we're taking are going to support the ultimate goal of accomplishing the mission and also, you know, solving our problem, that's really where I think that that Marine Corps uh, mentality has helped me. And I, and I think sometimes when we've been, you know, had a pre previous career, like even with what you've done before, when we go into something new, we're like, oh, well, I really, you know, I, I can't do what I did before in this. But what you learned in that previous career is is a part of you. So the Marine Corps is always going to be a part of me. That self-discipline is always going to be a part of me. And part of that is not being afraid to take risk. And I think as, you know, I, I'm going to say we're both young adults, AJ, right? Because we still got a long way to go learning is continuous. I feel like once we stop learning, that's when we start to, to die. And so part of my other goal and is, you know, to try to get better. And, and I encourage others 1% a day, right? If you just make small incremental changes, they add up over time, right? That, you know, if you think about it, right. Cause I was a finance major and you worked for CNBC, it's the time value of money, right? It, it grows incrementally and it starts to go up and you get get more things happening. So I think that for me is really what I mean when I say marketing the Marine Corps way, because I focus on the marketing space and I, I look at you know, not only what's happening now, but what's going on in the future, because things are constantly changing. And we've seen many companies fail in the past and will continue to because they were resistant to change. And so we have to embrace change and know it's going to happen. We can either manage it or it's going to manage us. Right, Jim. Right. So now let's understand how exactly you thought of live streaming, Amazon influencer program. And because learning is fine, but then earning is also required. Right. And so how did you find or mix these two things together? How did you get confident about it that if you go towards this, there will be also a market for this? Now, why I ask this is that you started these things a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Live streaming was there, but it happened more after COVID, during COVID, and especially in the last one year, they are, they, they are talking about live streaming, about videos, even in podcasting, uh, it has become more video in the last one year. So how did you look into the future when you started this journey? What made you think that there is a market? You had the risk-taking ability. You had that uh, thing to, you know, to look at finding that uh, you use of your Marines skills into this part of the civil life but then in terms of business understanding how did you gain this understanding and then how did you take the first step first you moved into digital marketing how did you bring live streaming how did you get into podcasting how did you figure this out and then did, did you launch all these things together with your digital marketing if i understand 2016 Right. So it definitely was doing kind of one thing at a time. And so I was doing social media management for some companies. And this was about 2018. Facebook started telling, and this is what's funny, right? Sometimes the platforms tell us 
what they want us to do if we want to get more eyes on our content. And they said, we want you to go live on our platform. Well, I think a lot of times that in order for us to be able to do something, we have to do it ourselves, right? So I can't say, hey, AJ, uh, we're going to have you live stream, but yet I don't know how to do it, right? Or I'm going to have to bring someone in. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm more of one of those, if I'm going to teach you, I need to be doing it, right? It's like uh, leadership by example. So I started uh, live streaming. I learned from a friend, uh, Kelly Noble Mirabella, who she's amazing. She, uh, you know, does all kinds of things in, in the digital space. And so getting that confidence to be on camera, because I think it's very comfortable for us to speak in person, but speaking to a camera and not having an audience there to get that instant, you know, kind of feedback of whether it's positive or negative can be difficult. And so by repetition, by consistency, I started to get that confidence. I started a show with my friend Tim Sohn in August of 2018. We're still doing that show and we interview people in the marketing space and the small business space to help small business owners. And so by getting comfortable with that, when COVID happened, I started having companies coming to me like, hey, can you help us? We need to go live on the internet because we don't have an audience now and we want our audience to know we're still around. So I started getting into that uh, production side of things because I was already doing it on this side of the camera. And just like right now, AJ, you're producing this show, right? So you've got this skill that you could help others do that as well. So, you know, taking that risk. And then a friend of mine, Ross Brand, uh, did a YouTube video talking about how Amazon had started this influencer program. And so I watched his video and I went and I applied and, oh my gosh, I got accepted, right? It was based on, at the time they allowed Twitter and I have a, a decent Twitter following. So I reached out to a good friend of mine, Chris Stone. And so we had always wanted to do a show together. And so this gave us the reason. And so we started DealCasters. And really the idea behind DealCasters and, and really for us behind Amazon influencing is we are live solvers, we're not live sellers. Live selling is getting huge, but I think if you have the mindset like you do with this show of how do I help other people solve their problem? Well, right now we're doing it live because if you're watching us live and if it's, you know, you allow that interaction, people can ask questions and we can give them that answer right away. It's right. They don't have to wait and it can be tailored to them. So on our Amazon show, we tend to either, if it's just the two of us, we'll talk about like, you know, hey, what's the best type of microphone to use for podcasting or for live streaming? And it's all going to depend, right? What's your budget? What, uh, what kind of sound treatment do you have in your room? All these little things. And so we're not going to say you should buy the most expensive microphone. We're going to say you should buy the microphone that's right for you right now because you may decide later that you want to move on to something else. And so I think one of the dangers we sometimes see is that people get this, uh, what we call gas gear acquisition syndrome, where they want to buy the latest and the greatest. And, you know, you can start with your you know, smartphone, right? It's just, you got to have good audio and that good audio may just be a good lapel mic. It might be uh, a wireless mic, like, uh, you know, the, the road wireless go to, but, you know, it also comes down to your budget. You know, we think that's important in helping others succeed. And so 
by being consistent on there, by doing uh, product videos, right? And we do analysis. We use a program called Helium 10 that lets us know how much does this product sell over 30, 60, 90 days, right? Because this is a business. It's not just a, a hobby in a sense. And so why would I talk about an item that's not selling on Amazon, uh, you know, because it's people are just not going to buy it. And it's also your reputation, right? What you tell people they should use, if it's not a good thing, it's like, well, I can't trust Jim. I can't trust AJ because they gave me bad advice. And so that's really how that has grown and, and companies have seen the content that we produce. They like it. So they reach out to us like, you know, hey, will you talk about our stuff? And I, I believe that in India that it's now rolling out to where people are starting to be able to do this. And I think it's very exciting that, uh, that the program is growing for people because it's a great opportunity to make an additional income. But it's just like everything else. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, help us understand, Jim, is that uh, in terms of live streaming, if who, how does a person decide what live streaming can do for him or her is mm. just because a tool is available does not mean that everybody has to become a live streamer. So firstly, how does a person decide that they can live use live streaming for their advantage? And second thing is then Amazon influencer program. Everybody knows about Amazon, but I also don't know much about Amazon Influencer Program. I've heard about it, but never ventured to find out in detail. So this is a good opportunity to learn from you. Secondly, now with the way the social media is changing, a lot of influencing has moved towards de-influencing. When people are talking about, you know, especially there was a lot of news about TikTok that several influencers moved towards de-influencing. So what is the future in terms of in using your influence or becoming an influencer and that to the right kind of influencer when there is so much of pressure from companies and others to only say good words about them. So two, three things at the same time, but right. they're so interrelated and you are the master for today. You are a master expert. I'm sure you'll be able to put that together and you can take your own time to respond to that. Yeah, so I, I love the fact that you brought up, you know, about live streaming, because I think one of the dangers in, if you want to call it in the quote unquote creator economy, is that everybody can be a creator and everybody can make money. It's not true, right? I'm going to say that right now. It, it, it is work. It's not just as simple as turning on your camera, going live and, and instant success and, you know, all those things. That, that's not true. It, you have to have a plan. You know, live streaming, uh, you know, <clears throat> I even say anybody can live stream, not anybody can have a show, right? Because if you don't have a plan, you know, going back to when you were with, you know, CNBC, you guys had a plan of what you were going to talk about whenever you come on. It's the same thing with live streaming. What is your show going to be about? You know, in the case of Dealcasters, our show is about helping people overcome their fear of technology, helping them learn how to live stream podcast. And we interview authors that are selling their books on Amazon. So that, so there's very specific things that we're looking to do. We're not a cooking show, right? We're not a fitness show. 
Because if we did, our audience would say, well, wait, what, what am I watching here? So you, so you really have to have a plan. What is this story you're trying to tell? And the other thing is maybe you're not comfortable being live. It's okay to record. That's, that's a, actually a beauty of a program like StreamYard is you could record your session and then you can do the editing after the fact. Because some people aren't comfortable, you know, in a sense, talking off the fly or, you know, making mistakes when they're talking. <clears throat> and I think one of those things, too, that we have to remember about, you know, being live is it, it's, it's in real time. You, you don't get any do-overs. And that can actually have some advantages. So, so that's kind of where the, the power is in getting out to that audience and interacting with that audience, building that live stream community. So what Amazon has seen is because it started really in China is that people like that, right? People like to do that. And I think going to your question about de-influencing, what I think has happened is, and I, I almost want to say it's maybe a generational thing, you know, where we are in life is we have built, you know, no like and trust over time by networking, most likely in the real world, right? Not, not online. So we have these younger people that kind of got this idea like, oh, well, if I talk about this thing, I'm going to make all this money. And then people like say, you know, we've heard of things like the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the fire festival and all these things where people got duped into spending money. And I think that, what we have to remember, AJ, is that we're all influencers, right? People are going to see you on, on video and they're going to say, hey, AJ, how do, I, how do I go live like you did, right? So they're going to listen to you. If you tell them, oh, you should use StreamYard, they're going to do that. You know, same, same thing would happen to me is people are like, hey, you sound really good on your video. How, what's the microphone you're using? And so that's where the, you know, Amazon already having their associate program, it's like, well, here's the link to the product I use. And if they buy it, then Amazon's going to give you, you know, a small, you know, commission. The person's not going to pay anymore. So that really kind of makes a lot of sense. It's like, well, I'm already talking about this stuff, right? If I have a podcast, you know, if I'm interviewing an author, that book has, a, has an affiliate link. So affiliate marketing, you know, has continued to grow. And for businesses, now they don't have to have a salesperson because if, if you're going to talk about something passionately that you believe in that in itself is it's going to sell itself right you're not selling you're going to say hey this works this allows me to to solve problems it solves the person's problem it's it's really it's a win-win and so to become a part of the amazon influencer program what we recommend is first you go and become what's called an amazon associate um, because you know as long as you uh, you know, have a so because you, you can use your social media sites as your website if you don't have a website. Sometimes you're like, oh, well, don't I need a website? And and it's easy to start a website if you wanted to or a blog. Then to become part of the influencer program, they ask you to pick one of four platforms. And right now it's uh, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook Business, or Instagram. And they don't tell us how many people you need to have follow you. We'll just say a lot of times it's it seems like two thousand around there but if but if you if they say no the first time try again they're not looking to see if you've done a lot of videos there's people that have started that have uh, you know never done any video but they're active on their on the platform they pick and so once you get picked for it they give you a storefront um, on on amazon so you know which uh, whichever amazon uh, country that you're using their website 
And then they've been, you know, I hear they're rolling it out in India, uh, you know, where you'll actually be able to live stream on the platform. And the beauty of that is, to your point, a lot of us shop on Amazon and they and we trust Amazon with our financial data. So when they're on Amazon, they're ready to buy. They're not always ready to buy when they're on YouTube or they're on Facebook. And that's why you've kind of seen th these programs kind of go back and forth. Facebook did away with uh, with live shopping. And and so but I think it's going to continue to grow. I'm seeing it growing by just companies like, hey, I want to live sell on my website. So this is a skill that you can develop and, you know, not either do it yourself or help others do that because it kind of goes back to that planning process of like what what is the system necessary for us to get across you know the benefits right it's it's features it's benefits it's how are you solving my problem you know how so if, if you're if you're looking on you know how to how to cook or or a certain type of cooking item you wouldn't watch my show but maybe somebody else can make a show talking about something they're passionate about and making money because people are going to buy those products anyway, but why not teach them how to use it at the same time? Right. Right, Jim. So in terms of your experience, who are the people who come to you for association live about? You have worked with bigger companies, IBM, StreamYard, United Nations, Global Compact, MIT, Toastmart, Stairs International. So all these are big companies and they, anybody would be have, very proud to have them. But in terms of the smaller guys, the people who want to start with, who are these people who generally come to? Why I ask this is a lot of people want to have this uh, so-called, they want to start with passive income. But actually the feeling is to always use these tools to go into those things full time. Right. Is, is it possible for them? How should the people who even if they have that initial success, should look at these platforms in terms of proper revenue generation. Would you go full-time yourself if you were only for live streaming or, uh, you know, Amazon influencer program? Because you get your major revenues out of, you know, providing your services, digital marketing services, and your advice, your ex expertise to many people at the same time. But when you start as yourself as an influencer, it's a different ballgame altogether. What would you advise people who are looking at this space in terms of a full-fledged career? Yeah, I, I think and you bring up a great point. A lot of this was because it's been over time that I was able to build to that. And, and so, but even starting out as an influencer, say in the Amazon space, start with the things you already have, right? You have things you don't think about sometimes all the things you have lying around your house that you bought on Amazon um, or, or are unavailable on Amazon, right? Maybe it's something that you didn't buy on Amazon, but you can get there and talk about that, especially if it's something you use. You, you know, think about what is if you're going to do an Amazon live show, what is it going to be about? They, there's no they don't have any hard and fast rules. I know some people that do different types of shows like, you know, they might do a show about wood carving they might do a show about uh you know art projects or fitness so you know it's kind of like if there's products that tie into what your passion is that you could do a show about you know there's a, there's an opportunity for you because amazon is looking in a sense to entertain their audience and so i think 
you know, what'll happen is as you start to show that consistency, that's when the companies will start approaching you. And then I think too, sometimes, you know, you're going to see, you know, uh, you know, as an example, if there was a product that you really hope to work with that company someday, don't wait for them. Just start talking about their product and start putting stuff out on socials. Then you will probably find at some point they're going to say, Hey, we see that you use our product. Now we'd like to talk to you. So it, they're not necessarily going to come knocking at your door right away. So, you know, don't be afraid to make that investment of buying those things yourself. And that's why, like I said, we'll do that analysis and say, you know, this product, uh, you know, is, is really good. In fact, I just, uh, you know, bought a fan the other day cause my wife needed a fan and it's like, you know, Hey, this fan is making, you know, $65,000 a month on Amazon. I'm going to buy it and I'm going to do a video on it. And now we might make some money off of it. And so the fan will pay for itself at some point if enough people watch the video. So I think that's kind of the mindset you have to get into is why am I buying this product? Is it something I would use? Yes. Then, then we can go forward with that. And so I think when you think about, uh, you know, m maybe you have a friend that's got an Amazon business and they're selling a product. Maybe you can help them by doing videos for them. It, you know, so I know it's, you know, every market's a little different, but that's really, I think the, the key is to start, but don't give up. Like I said, don't kind of give up your day job, right? Because things can happen. People aren't, you know, right now, because, you know, the economy is different in different places. Maybe they're not shopping as much. And so then all of a right. sudden your revenue on Amazon isn't where maybe it was before. And if that's what's become your main driver for, you know, how you pay your bills, that could become a real problem. So I think it's, it's good to never put all your eggs in one basket, have something that you're, you're doing or kind of like, you know, Amazon is something we started doing after live streaming and seeing some successes doing production work and, you know, other things. And so uh, continuing to do that, but now it's kind of like, okay, well, what else can we do? Well, we can work with businesses on Amazon and help them because we've seen what's worked, what hasn't, because Amazon does want these companies to do their own videos, right? They're encouraging video because what they found was that the, the products that have video on their page are, have three times less returns than those without. Because right. if I do a video that answers the question, now as a consumer, I'm like, I'm more confident. Okay, this is going to solve my problem. And that's, and that's why like, we love the term, you know, my friend Chris uh, Stone came up with, it. it's called live solving. You know, we want to solve your problems because businesses are problem solvers and i think that's what we have to remember right Jim. right being a podcaster yourself where do you find podcasting fitting into this stuff and post podcasters especially for them you know with this pod fade and all these things going on biggest thing is the monetization part and it has not happened and my understanding is that it is not going to happen the regular way you can't become a star by doing podcasting. Maybe one or two people may become, but that is that will be an aberration. It is very difficult to uh, get enough revenues out of YouTube or even Spotify or anywhere else. So, and and the problem with podcasters is that how do they balance themselves as a podcaster, as a, somebody who doing something serious, 
and then become an influencer and, and, and you are selling product full time there or, or whatever time you are doing that live streaming. So help us understand the fitment of podcasters and podcasting into live streaming, especially from a marketing point of view. And if they are going into this line, how do they balance that to those two personas as a direct seller almost? People know and at the same time, trying to be authentic. Right. and still be able to live a good life. So what we did is we take our live streams and we take the audio and make that the podcast. Because I think if you try to do, you know, it's kind of like take you, you've got this you've got this show, right? The one thing you've done and it's kind of like it's the whole repurposing thing, right? You can cut it up and you can put it in so many places. You can make them into, you know, into shorts and the reels and the TikToks and all these things to drive the traffic back either to, in a sense, Amazon, if you're talking about a product or to your podcast, if you want to get more listeners, if it's an interview. And that just becomes kind of the, the way of it's growing your awareness. I mean, the beauty of podcasting, say over live streaming, is that as an example, uh, our podcast is on Captivate. Over time, these podcast players start to put, you know, your podcast starts to reach other countries right so i think you know deal casters may or may not be in india yet but uh there's you know you guys have some great uh you know podcast uh i guess networks and people right. don't think about that right where if i'm just live streaming on youtube or live streaming on linkedin i'm only going to reach that that small audience that's my network and maybe it'll once in a while get out to somebody else so that's where the power of the podcast is it gets out to more people. It's, it's easy, right? It's easy for me to listen while I'm, you know, driving my car, maybe, you know, going for a walk or something like that. If it's interesting, I, I think that where to your point, why people have the pod fade is they're looking, it's almost like they're looking for that get rich quick thing. And that's not going to happen. You have to realize that this is a, you know, this is a, uh, you know, as I say, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And I even say it's it's really a journey. It doesn't end, you know, because marathon has an end. And, and I, you know, I did do <laughs> one last year. This is something that's going to continue. And you have to be prepared for that. And if if not, and you go, you know, that that's the whole thing, right? Those that, that stay around and, and keep going, I think are ultimately the ones that succeed. But even then, at some point, they may say, you know what, this doesn't serve me it doesn't serve my community or my business and they go on to something else but i think uh you've got to kind of go in it with an open mind realizing that you may not make you know and i think you probably hear it all the time too because i know especially with you being involved with podmatch you know as well as uh, people will, like they'll start a podcast and it's like how do i get sponsors we well, got to get listeners first right and that's going to take time because right. I don't know. I mean, there's probably some people that could start a podcast and we get, you know, thousands of listeners and downloads overnight, but we're not all Joe Rogan and some of these other big names. We we're it's going to take us more time. And that's, that's by being consistent, repurposing, you know, because what I think the the mistake that happens is we do a show, everything was great. You know, like this show, I've loved being on here today. And then we go off to our next show, but we never take that, last show and take the parts out of it that were good and share it to get people to come back and listen to it again and again and again 
You know, my, my friend Chris likes to say, this, this is our digital legacy, AJ. When you right. and I are, are gone from this earth, uh, people will come back and listen to this. And that's, to me, one of the powers of the podcast and the live stream. As long as it's available, it's like we've created this digital history of ourselves that uh, will, will last far beyond us and, and give our children and grandchildren, a, you know, to say, oh, that's what my grandfather was like. He was he was pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. That's that's you have put it very very right. That that gives some purpose, you know, beyond the influencing and the de-influencing and the live streaming. Absolutely right. Definitely. I I I get it. And so now, how do people get in touch with you with the about no? Tell us a bit more about dealcasters you know, fusion marketing so that people know that there is so much of value that they can get out of getting in touch with you from your companies. Yeah. So uh, if you want to find out more about uh, DealCasters, you can go to uh, dealcasters.shop. That that takes you right to our uh, Amazon storefront and it's got all our socials that you can connect with us there. And then if you want to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn at Jim Fuse. It's, it's uh, easy to easy to find and I'm on all the all the socials as Fusion Marketing as well. Uh, I'm on you know I'm on YouTube. I'm on uh, my and my two favorite I would say are LinkedIn and Twitter. And uh, working more on YouTube and uh, you know and so that that's really where the best way to to do that. Or or people can always just email me at uh, jfuhs at uh, fusionmarketing.com as well. Right, right. My last question to you, Jim, is that starting from the marine course and coming down to this part of life so now you are in a better position to look at things much more nicely it's like you know taking an elevated position and from that position you know you can actually see everything you can have a good look around as well as takes a take a bit of respite so how do you look at this whole journey and now what is it that motivates you? What is it that you seek for yourself now? Well, I, I think that uh, sometimes it's like, you know, it's that whole thing. I wish I had started some of this earlier, uh, you know, and uh, of course, I, I don't think any of us, especially us, AJ, would have imagined that we, we would be talking live on a computer from, you know, our homes, you, you know, it's right. like, how, how would you ever afford to do that? And, and so I think that, you know, video is going to continue to grow it's not, it's not too late, right? Everybody's like, and, and don't compare yourself to where other people are. We're all at different places in, in the journey. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is, is to start. And then I think for me, it, it kind of goes back to even my days as a, as a Marine is helping others succeed, right? As, as a Marine, you're always wor working to help those that work with you to, uh, you know, to progress in their careers. So as a, you know, as a you know, content creator, as an influencer, if you want to call it that, I'm looking to help people get better at what they're doing. I'm looking to help companies get their message out, educate people about what they do to solve problems. Because if their business does better, right, their employees do better and everybody wins. So I think that's kind of what drives me because, um, I, you know, and I've always loved technology, but I think too is that, uh, Going back to what I had said earlier, if, if we're not continuing to learn and do something, 
you know, I think, you know, I, I mean, I like golf, but I don't think I could just play golf every day. I think I would get bored with it. it you know, I need that mental uh, stimulation. So, yeah, I think I think it's about, you know, life is continuous learning and that, uh, you know, and I think the other piece is that, you know, if we help others, good things happen to us as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you.